just received confirmation that yes, you got the position for an international organization abroad. Congrats. However, accepting this position abroad is a step towards the unknown and it creates in your mind a long list of things to prepare and organize before leaving. How do I prepare myself for this professional assignment abroad in confidence and without stress? This is a topic of the first episode of season two of Pacify Your Mind podcast. I'm happy to share with you here four tips to prepare your professional assignment abroad with a positive mindset. Hi, I'm Adeline. I'm a well-being coach for professional working for the European Union for international organization abroad. I'm your host on Pacify Your Mind podcast. Pacify Your Mind is a podcast helping you to put well-being at the heart of your professional mission abroad. This podcast is designed for you if you work for the European Union for an international organization abroad, whether you're a project manager, an advisor, an assistant, a manager, uh, either you work as well for a national public organization as a diplomat, this podcast is designed for you. I'm very happy to share with you my knowledge and holistic approach of well-being with you. Thanks to my experience of 18 years working as a political advisor for the EU institution based in Brussels and then in the field in a sensitive country as a diplomat, I have a very great understanding of your challenges of working abroad. Why well-being? Because I do think that your professional assignment abroad is an intense personal journey full of changes and high emotion to deal with, and your balance may be impacted. So I do believe thriving for well-being in this specific context starts within yourself. Welcome to Season 2 of Pacify Your Mind. You will learn ways to enrich your personal well-being, improve work-life integration, your adaptation to a new cultural codes, and many more. In today's episode, I would like to share with you four tips to help you prepare your professional assignment abroad. I got recently over the phone a young lady. She was very much excited by getting the position she was dreaming about, a position in a, for an international organization in the field. However, she questioned herself how best she could prepare mentally for this new chapter of her life. There were so many things to think about, to prepare and to organize before leaving. If you're lucky, maybe you will have um, the organization will think about every step, single step, to really prepare uh, seriously this expatriation. But we know most of the time we have to rely on our own resources and we don't have a specific guide. So what I will would like to share with you today is really the important priorities and tips that you must have in mind when you prepare your expatriation. So let's go for the first tip. First tip is getting the maximum of information about the country and especially about the living and working condition in the country. What I mean there is like normally you receive practical information from your organization on how to organize your move, what are the practical addresses like schools, health addresses you will find uh, in the country. This is really important information. But we know that most of the time this information is not updated and most of the time it's not done by a colleague who already lived in the country or recently lived in the country. In that case, 
please contact directly colleagues who are already living in the country. Ask them concrete questions. For example, ask them, what is a typical day at work? What are the main difficulties or challenges that they encounter in the country? What are the essential things that you must bring in the country that you will not be able to find? And it's quite important for your well-being. If you are, for example, posted in a sensitive country with restriction of movement, please do ask what are the main well-being facilities that you will find there. It's really important that you organize your own self-care moment in the country, in the field. Another key question that you may ask, what are the key contacts in your organization, in headquarters, or where you will be posted to activate if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel overwhelmed by stress, if you feel that you're in a difficult situation at work or in your personal life. This is really important that you have all these numbers, all these contacts to activate in case. I would like to share with you now the second tip. Give a sense to your engagement abroad. Why is so important? In neuroscience, we discover that our mind needs to build a meaning, needs to build a sense in what we are doing. In your context, as a professional working for an international organization abroad, I think it's really important that you ask yourself this question. What are the reasons behind my engagement, my commitment abroad? I would like to come back to season one. Um, I interview a lot of uh, professional uh, diplomats, project manager, uh, working for international organization abroad. And as them, one of my first questions I was asking them was, what triggers your commitment abroad? For many of them, it was a call to traveling, discovering a different culture, an opportunity to build an international career, an adventure, I would say a more personal development adventure, an opportunity to know better themselves, to test themselves. It was also a desire to be useful for others and to make a difference in the field. So now I'm asking this question for you. What are your reasons behind your engagement abroad? And two other key questions that you must ask yourself. What do you want to uh, achieve during this experience abroad? And what do you want to bring back home from this experience abroad? Asking yourself these three questions is a first step towards finding your balance in the field and you develop self-awareness. And this is really important. If you come along with your partner, I think it's really important as well for him or for her to give a meaning to this uh, experience abroad, to this expatriation. Uh, it could be uh, an opportunity to take a career break, uh, to reinvent uh, himself or herself, to discover new talents or skills. And it is essential to keep this dialogue open on his or her projects and the role that he or she will play while you're in the field. Uh, the more you have an open discussion on the subject, the more you will lift taboos and fears. I would like to give you an example of a couple that I know. Uh, she's an experienced uh, diplomat. She has traveled uh, a lot during the last 20 years. She took part uh, in mission in Africa, in Latin America. Her husband has always followed her in all her assignments abroad. He has always found an activity I think it was a job, sometimes it was a volunteer activity. It was always around this passion, cooking. 
what this experience shows is that it took its place. They discuss a lot, but it took its place in this expatriation project. He has given a meaning, a sense to his also new adventure in the field. And I think it's really important because the more you implicate your partner, the more you participate to your own well-being, actually a common well-being also uh, as a couple and also as a family if you have kids. I would like to give you the third tip. Uh, it's about making contact with a mentor and if you don't have one, to look for one. I really uh, do think it's very much important as a newcomer to benefit from the experience of a mentor. Mentorship of experienced colleagues is very much positive. You can exchange informal information about the positive, negative aspect of his experience, not only with the job that he's doing, but also with uh, his own experience in, in the country. You maybe will help you to identify the first priorities you need to focus on when you arrive in the country, not only what you need to deliver in terms of your job, but also with uh, your personal life when you need you know, to focus on. I think it's very much positive because you gain confidence in your new role and you gain time. I think it's important at your level, but also very positive at the level of your organization. If you don't have a mentor that is given within your organization, I would really encourage you to identify among the colleagues who are already working there in the country uh, with a similar position. Ask one of them to play the role uh, of a mentor uh, for you. This means asking for help. I know maybe for some of you means also going out of your comfort zone. But you know that this experience, you know, abroad, it's like moving uh, to a different country, a different job, a different culture. It's already moving out of your comfort zone. It's basically human experience and you're here to get the benefit of uh, the experience of others who have been doing this experience before you. So I think it's, it's very much uh, positive asking for help in this uh, context, asking for guidance. So trust yourself uh, in, in this process. I'm sure you will find a colleague uh, who is eager to share uh, his experience and tips with you. Now, this is my last uh, recommendation, is to connect to your emotion during this preparation phase. This preparation phase before your departure generates a lot of stress and uncertainty, so, and also intense emotion, because you're taking a step towards the unknown as I was telling in the introduction. So you can feel positive, but also negative emotion like fear. And we tend not to express this negative emotion. And fear, for example, is normal. It is part of us and it has a function to moderate risks. It's so important to listen to this fear, to give space to it and not to ignore it. I would like to um, recommend you like a ritual to organize a ritual with yourself each day of this preparation phase uh, in which you quiet your mind, either by physical activity that makes you feel good, also meditation. Meditation is a powerful, you know, way to ease stress, to pacify your mind, I would say. Also, another option, if you like, and you, you enjoy writing, you can write down your emotion. Try to fit to understand what they have to tell you. For example, in the case of fear, try to identify the discomfort within yourself, the message that this emotion of fear is sending to you and what action you can do to release this emotion. I would like to give you the example of a um, former colleague I got on the phone 
And he told me um, before leaving to this destination in Latin America about his own fear of not having enough experience in speaking in his um, second language, that is Spanish, you know, in public with a large audience. He was not really feeling really ready or trained enough. So I asked him to express it to colleagues already in the way he was working uh, with in the country and ask for help, you know, if we could actually find a coach, someone who can help him, you know, to get the skill of public speaking in this language, try to improve, you know, and gain confidence. So it's very important in this case to anticipate by listening carefully to your emotion and take action. So this ritual will allow you to approach this experience abroad with confidence. So to conclude, I would like to um, to repeat the four tips I was uh, telling you during this episode. So to help you prepare uh, at best this expatriation with a positive mindset. So the first one is to uh, really uh, get the maximum of information about the working condition, the living condition in the country where you will be posted. Secondly, give a sense of your commitment, engagement abroad. If you come along with your partner, it's also important that he's also doing this exercise of building a sense of his uh, experience abroad with you. The third one is to, um, I was really advising you to uh, connect with your uh, mentor if you have one or look for one among your colleagues. It's really helpful. And the last one is connect with your emotion. If it's new to you, I will anyway explain in a, in a specific episode. But this will help you to anticipate and take action by listening to your emotion and the messages behind. I hope you enjoy this new format of episode. I invite you to subscribe to Pacify Your Mind newsletter where you find tips and information to help you live this professional experience abroad within an international organization in accordance with your values and your balance. To subscribe, I invite you to go directly on my website where you will find the link www.pacifyyourmind.com. I wish you a really happy, joyful, peaceful new year and see you soon for a new episode and take care.